0: button here and welcome back to Chicago's Bravest Stories. On the phone with me today is Corey Perrin. Am I pronouncing that right, Corey? Yeah. yeah. He is the, I mean I guess you're the publisher, founder, you also do some editing I imagine, uh, of Crackle Magazine, which is a publication, it's touted as a publication for firefighter lifestyle, health, and wellness. And he was gracious enough to be on the podcast here after, I mean, we've been trying to put this together for a while and it just hasn't worked out until now, but thank you so much for being on the show, Corey. I appreciate it. And I have to tell you, once we started talking, I subscribed to the magazine and there's so much information in here. Yeah. Everything you could imagine that you would want to find out is in this magazine. I know you have a couple different, like, subscription streams, but if you want to just do the free subscription online, uh, you have access to the magazines, but you just at the very, like, your top banner is health, lifestyle, fitness, nutrition, uh, finances, r- relationships, stress, and those are just the tabs that you can scroll down, and there's articles on each one of those. There's tons of articles on each one of those things, so there's so much on there. Tell us a little bit more about the magazine, because once we started talking, I really started looking in it. I was like, man, I, I did not know it was so in-depth.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of work to put together, to be honest, but um, it was one of those things that just I was compelled to, to kind of keep going and uh, figure out you know, how to put a, put together a publication that kind of resonated with, with the firefighter, you know, on the floor and, um, and something that we can use immediately in our lives. Um, I didn't want any, any futuristic, you know, concepts of what a firefighter should be. I wanted it to be reality and something that we could, you know, kind of, kind of, uh, learn as we go and pull from industry leaders, um, you know, and kind of, Kind of, uh, I would say, have that carrot out in front of us to lead us into into a better, having a better day and, and understanding where we fit in the in our, you know, in our life. Really,
0: for people who don't already subscribe or read the magazine, you are a firefighter yourself, and you're up in. We didn't get too far into it, but you're in Canada, correct?
1: I am. Yes, I live in uh, London, Ontario, Canada.
0: Okay, and I imagine that your atmosphere and your environment for working in a firehouse and being around other firefighters and paramedics and first responders, you have a really good understanding of the way things really are as it relates to first responders. But what you do great in your magazine from what I've been reading lately is you have these people who are really, really educated and knowledgeable about the subject matter, whether it be, you know, you, if you want to click down into your um, health or fitness tabs, you have people who are really super knowledgeable about each aspect of what they're writing about. And what's the vetting process like for you to have all these people in your publication?
1: Well, it's, you know, it's, it's an ongoing and moving part, to be honest, but a lot of times, I'll I'll think of an article topic, and then I will try to source somebody to write it.
0: Oh, so you 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 kind of reverse engineer this? You come up with something first, and then you source it out.
1: Yeah, that's right. I, I always say, try to make me care. So, I try to I try to find articles that are you know something I genuinely want to learn about, and you know, it's you can only have so many fights with your spouse before you realize that <laughs> you know you're not going to get a result by yourself, and. You know, whether one of you are right or wrong, it, it it doesn't matter. It's just that you're still having the same arguments about dishes and the thing.
0: Yeah, and I th- I thought that was really interesting that you do have stuff. You have a whole section here on relationships, and in your latest issue, you you actually have a whole – yeah you have more than one uh, article relating to that, and it's stuff that maybe we wouldn't talk about with each other at the firehouse, but – we can definitely, we definitely take a look. And I did the same thing. You in your latest episode or your latest um, issue, there's a whole article on there about casual sex. And I was like, Oh man. And when you read it, you realize <laughs> it's like you learn a lot <laughs> about yourself in that article. So yeah. It's something that I definitely recommend people take a look at. You know, you single guys out there, take a look at this article. Uh, it it was super fascinating about the things that it 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 represents of some of your lifestyle habits that you're doing. And I was I was like, oh man, yeah, uh, it, it was super super interesting.
1: So I I been mean, kind of i just peeling back this onion on you know, I on how we how we can do better. And actually, like I said, a practical approach. So I find, you know, we show up on duty, you know, you do the, uh, you know, quick kind of, uh, you know, catch up for the, what you, you know, what you've been doing on your your time off, that type of thing. And you you start to see who's stressed out in your group or your platoon, And it just, I find it's the, you know, the, I call it the uh, in-between duty. That really starts to kind of affect when we're on duty, and so again, how can we how can we go to work and do our job if we're already stressed out about you know whether it's a relationship or uh, you know uh, finances? You're working an overtime shift. Um, you've already spent the money because you overspent on something you didn't need. Uh, it's just that it's just that um, perpetual you know. Um, force that we kind of put on ourselves and and stress so really i you know when you start to look at our behaviors and our personalities we are a certain type of person we are not we're not that unique in a, in a lot of ways uh and we have a lot of synergies between between us and you know usually firefighters have you know share these t- these same type of personalities and behaviors and it's it's really about you know, you throw in, you throw in that stress, you throw in time away from the family. So you get home again, it's, it's about managing our expectations. So I would say like, when I get home, I, I used to think I wanted everybody to run to the door because it's a big deal that I'm home. But it, when you really think about it, it's like, you're the one that should be running to the door because you know, somebody, your partner or, or your, whether it's maybe your grandparents or whatever have watched your kids or you know, and, and manage your household while you're away. And I mean, that there's no glory in that, but the, the idea is that the only reason we can go and do our job is if everything's okay at home. And I I think, so I just think we need to step back a little bit and, and kind of think, you know, how can, how can I integrate back into my household? Where are my expectations? How can I come in the door, even though I've had to deal with my own things? but I guarantee you your, your partners had to deal with, adversity as well. so it's just kind of meeting in the middle, kind of getting a lay of the land and then you know integrating back into that household and it's just really again just kind of stepping back a little bit and, and looking looking down you know kind of back at yourself as to what you what you expect to happen when you go in that door and it, it is kind of there is a moment where where you start to kind of you you mentioned already like reverse engineer your life. And um obviously these things are easier said than done, but that's where we're kinda that's where we're trying to get to. And same with finances. You know, your time or money, right? So it's which one's more valuable. And you know, your kids are young once and then so it's just you're always constantly trying to balance and firefighters typically don't say no. You know, we're always the one that, that um, you know, we have to go help someone move a couch tomorrow after shift, and then you go for breakfast, now you're late getting home, you know what I mean? And it's just now your day shorter, um, and you didn't meet your commitment that you wanted, and now you're stressed out about that. So it's just it's just really kind of managing these um these these external factors that, that happen in our life.
0: Corey, if you can put your drink down for one second, I want to tell everybody that this episode of Chicago's Bravest Stories is brought to you by Chicagoland 1-800-BOARD-UP.
2: Chicagoland 1-800-BOARD-UP. Two questions are likely to be asked in rapid succession when a building is damaged by a storm, flood, or other natural disasters. How bad's the damage, and how can I secure the building?
0: Well, there's actually three questions.
2: Is the beer cold? Is the beer cold? And... <laughs> How can we provide this beer to the victim? <laughs> how, how do we keep with proper assistance? <laughs> um, you guys have seen the logo out there. You guys know. I mean, what? Everyone's seen this this dalmation, right? Wearing the red helmet. Yep,
0: Chicagoland one eight hundred board up.
2: And the reason you guys have seen that is because they're out there and they're helping us out every day. Um, they spent ten years supporting the fire department, and um, and again, you you guys know their name. You guys have seen their logo, and that's because you know they're doing right by uh, by victims out there.
0: Yep, their Victim Assistance Program, which takes somebody whose house has been damaged by fire or wind or water, they'll take them from the initial damage to the restoration to moving them back into their residence. This is a program that's not just a board-up service. Chicagoland 1-800-BOARD-UP is more than just a board-up company with their victim assistance and over 10 years of supporting the fire service. First of all, did you have a background in publishing or online um, uh, publications or anything like that of... Was that what you did prior to getting into the fire service?
1: Uh, not at all, <laughs> really.
0: That's that's uh, I the common that's the common theme with ever, anybody who does something like this. Like people ask us, uh, uh, you know, how did we yeah. get in? We just started it. <laughs> we didn't have, none of us to this day, none of us.
1: There <laughs> is some background. I I started. Uh, I actually had a trade background, so I was a refrigeration, heating, air conditioning mechanic, um, and then I got into firefighting. Uh, And then about 10 years into my career, I had an opportunity to work for a publishing company. Uh, So it was a a B2B uh, publishing, uh, you know, media company. And uh, there's a bunch of different, 60 different B2B titles, magazine titles. And I worked on, I think, six of them over my course of 10 years. And I just, I was a salesperson. I went to trade shows. And it was all about trying to make make the the magazine thrive really um and then the advertising that supports the editorial content so you know the more advertising dollars the thicker the magazine was so it was it's really uh it was just i just like the the grind of it i like um kind of learning about these different industries and just really enjoy the publication world and then i i realized that i was i was in a cul-de-sac i i wasn't going to be promoted um i had people that had been there the same amount of time, and were becoming associate publishers to titles. And I just realized that I was just because I was a full time firefighter that I was always going to be passed up. So I just decided if I'm going to, you know, work this hard for something that, um, you know, in the, in that publication world, I'm going to I'm going to kind of do my own thing. And I had kind of pitched an idea about a lifestyle and health magazine for firefighters about six years ago and, um, nothing happened with it. It just kind of sat there. So I still have everything in my office of, I did some mock-ups of what a website would look like, what the magazine would look like. And I just kind of sat on it. And then I just, I decided that it was time. It was time to, to make, you know, bring it to life. I did, this was just before the pandemic. So I started, uh, the media company, uh, in December of 2019 and then i uh, you know in March of twenty twenty we were we were shut down, so I basically worked underground for a year and put together what what crackle would would look like, even what we were going to call it i i you know and then I had to source all these articles I had to try to build a team around me I needed editors, I needed designers I needed all kinds of things and and i've I've learned a lot I've learned a lot, and I was able to put something together that I had hoped at the time would resonate with firefighters and, and then be accepted by our industry. And, you know, and that was, that was a big, it was, it was a big, um, you know, it was lots of expenses and, uh, I was learning, you know, I thought it was going to be a lot of work, but it was, it was way more work than I thought. (laughs) It's kind of even to this day.
0: Always is Corey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I say every day, I think there's so much on my mind. Like, and it just, (laughs) so many things and um, but it really comes down to the team around you and um, I just have an amazing team and it's just been a, it's been a hell of a journey really.
0: Well, when we started our podcast, we, when we were pitching it to each other, we already wanted to do it. But uh, one of the big selling points for us is you never run out of content in the, the first responder world. There are stories that are happening right now as we speak somewhere. That is amazing. And we will all have we will always have something to talk about. Something always is happening that's that's newsworthy, that's super heroic or just amazing. And that was, you know, one of the uh, the things that we wanted to do with this podcast. And with your magazine, you, you you're casting an even wider net than we could ever imagine. I can't say it enough. It's amazing. Uh, One of the things that is near and dear to our heart here at the podcast is you have an article in your latest episode called The Firehouse Kitchen Table. And that is basically what we designed our podcast around was that having that conversation around the firehouse kitchen table where all problems are solved. (laughs) Yeah. The problems of the world are solved right here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's our it's our neutral ground, right?
0: So. Yeah, you. I mean, you, as as described in the articles, it's where you're going to get criticized and agreed with, and everything in between. How long have you been a firefighter?
1: I've been on twenty years.
0: Twenty okay. years, all in the in um, New London. Yeah,
1: I'm actually. Yeah, St. Thomas uh, is the city that I work for. I live in London. It's about fifteen minutes out of St. Thomas. I've been on twenty years.
0: What kind of uh, place is that? For I mean, I have no frame of reference. Is it urban? Is it like a a metro city? Yeah. What kind of uh, stuff are you doing out there?
1: Well, we're actually going through a a huge urban sprawl right now. It it is a city, so we we only cover our city limits. Um, We do have some, we'll say, uh, mutual aid agreements with our surrounding uh, rural areas, but um, we are a city that we're both we're 40,000. And uh, we're actually just going through some major growth. We we just landed a uh, electric battery, the Volkswagen. It's the largest uh, battery plant in the world. It's coming to our town. So it's a, it's a gigafactory, they call it. And so this is, it's just been really exciting for our department. Um, the fire department's been kind of uh, flipped on its head, really, uh, as far as what we're going to be covering and and equipment that we need, and so it's just—it's been for a small, smaller city. It's—it's um—it's got some big news.
0: How many how many firehouses do you have?
1: Uh, we have two right now, and we're expanding. We just built a third hall, and uh, we'll be you know increasing our complement of firefighters. We'll, we're doing a lot of hiring right now, so it'll be a different. Uh, I would say my my last ten years will be a lot different than my first twenty, <laughs> and it's kind of where we're going. So.
0: Yeah, it's your firehouse, truck, engine. Do you guys have ALS? Do you have paramedics or anything like that?
1: Yeah, uh, paramedics for, for Ontario are a separate, uh, they're their own, uh, it's private, privately ran. So we, we're employed by the city, the firefighters, and so it's, we do have, we work with the agencies, but they're not under our umbrella.
0: Oh, okay. So are, are you guys EMTs?
1: No, we don't we don't even recognize EMT. Uh Canada's different. Um Ontario's always put its own its own monster. Um but at uh, West and Alberta and uh they do recognize the EMTs and they do have the integrated uh fire and EMF
0: station. That's you're blowing people's mind right now who are from <laughs> this area. I know
1: it is it is a little uh, yeah, it is a little
0: bit different. You there are um, guys right now who are crossing the border to apply to your firehouses <laughs> as we speak.
1: Yes, yeah. So we just deal with suppression. We we do handle med calls, but we're we're just trained to a first responder. So it's basically you know someone if we can mitigate anything, whether it's CPR or or you know stop help someone that has fallen or whatever. But we're really waiting for EMS. We can't transport or anything.
0: Yeah. So just a, a truck and engine in your firehouse. Does Canada Canada have any other crazy equipment?
1: Uh not really. No. But we uh we actually I one day I like I'm a captain now so I um things are a little different but when I was a on um, like as a firefighter one day I could be driving the ladder truck the next day I could be driving the pumper the next day I could be an acting captain the next day I could be you know on the on the back end so it's, it's really uh, we moved around, and that's what I liked about our department is that we were kind of all over the place.
0: Yeah, that that, that keeps everybody um, educated in in all aspects of your house, I imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah, I kind of uh, you know
0: everybody else's job. Uh, is that the way it is on the, all the other houses by you? Yeah, we uh, we'd all, and then we would move between stations
1: as well. We just you're constantly being flipped around.
0: Oh, so you're you're. You guys basically are relievers, and you just go wherever there's a spot.
1: Yeah, really. It's all we're all based on seniority, so it, um, it depends on who shows up that day. It's like you know, same circus, different clowns type thing, and uh, <laughs> it just uh, yeah, just go where we're seniority, so your senior senior firefighters would be driving, um, and it just kind of build out your platoon that
0: way. Walk me through your, your rank structure in Canada, just because I'm, I'm so curious, because even when we got to, uh, we had an interview with Chris Fields from Oklahoma City, and they had sergeants yeah. and stuff like that. So walk me through from your, your basic firefighter all the way on up to your chief.
1: Yeah, so our department's fairly simple. We would have a chief, deputy chief, and then we have four platoons, so we have four platoon chiefs. Um, and then we have two captains on each platoon, and then the rest are firefighters.
0: So you don't have a rank of lieutenant? No, we do not. But you have a platoon chief. So like I, I would imagine that. So it would be like your captains are basically our lieutenants, and your platoon chiefs are like our captains. Yeah. Okay. What about, And you said you had those chiefs, but no in-between, no like battalion chief or anything like that? Yeah. So we,
1: we don't have any district chiefs or anything. Um, one, one platoon chief would manage our two stations. So that span of controls there. Um, like I said, we got some expansion coming, so, uh, there could be some, some changes, but, uh, at this point in time, that's kind of the way our structured. We're structured.
0: I also want to get into, you know, we, we talked about the people who write for your magazine I found it super interesting that anybody could submit an article, but you have to write a, oh man, what was the term you used? Like a, like a little, like Like a pitch, a pitch. pitch. So you could have, you could have an idea for an article and you put straight on there. Don't send me a copy of the article. You have to pitch. And I thought that was super cool. And uh, so somebody has an idea for an article, they send you a pitch, it gets reviewed by you guys, right? And then what's the what's the criteria for you getting it into the magazine? Is this if it's something that appeals to you, is there a process to it?
1: Yeah, I I mean the short answer is there there's definitely a process to it and we just have we just have to look at where it falls in our editorial calendar. So um for example, if you submitted an article that was about um stretching and we just did one last you know last issue about stretching then we would have to kind of push that forward type thing. Um so it depends on the topic. Uh every every magazine we we have articles that fall under our pillars, so health, lifestyle, fitness. But under health you would have wellness, mental health, physical health. So that, you know, we look for articles kind of in each of those sub categories. Um and then I try to populate the magazine and, and have some pagination to it I guess as far as the flow of it um, you know it could be generational trauma we have it could be talking about uh, retirement it kind of wants you walk out the door so I, I'm, I'm trying to hit all different uh, aspects of our of our job and um, so it just it really just depends on what the topic is and how interesting it is um, and if we haven't done anything like it before or coming up how how so, many
0: but, submissions for pitches do you get?
1: Oh, it's, it's constant. We, you know, um, we're pretty busy. It's, it, it's, actually my favorite part of all of everything I'm doing is kind of seeing what, what the voices are saying from our firefighters and, and from those in our industry and then those in our peripheral uh, organizations, whether it's psychologists or different doctors, that type of thing, sports nutrition. But really, you know, I, it is the, the magazine is supposed to be our voice. And the magazine is supposed to, was created to answer the questions that we have. So a lot of my, you know, my favorite articles are ones that are just people. A lot of it starts with, I'm just a firefighter. I've never written an article before, but I have an idea. And that, those are usually my favorite art because it's, I I know what's going to resonate. Give,
0: give me, give me one of your, your top ones that you've gotten like that. Give me ones that really, that, that really... Come to mind when you talk about that subject matter.
1: Uh, We have uh, we have one in our coming up in our our fall issue that it's about using doorways as like those thresholds as I guess um, to get your mind right about what you're going to do. So before you you know step into the fire station, the firehouse, you take a minute and you you kind of get that game face on, and then when you you know when you're when you're leaving or if you're going into the gym, you turn into the animal, you know, you kind of, you get that, you know, get that game face on for going to, you know, picking up weights and putting them back down type thing. And then when you're going home, you, you know, you're going through that threshold, you become someone that's more, you know, sensitive, I guess you could say, you're going to deal with your kids. Um, You kind of come back a little bit and, and conform um you know, back into your household. So it's just it was just an interesting concept for me and um I thought it was a great idea.
0: And that was written by a fireman with no like uh psychological training or anything like that. It was something that he did and he found success and he wanted to pass it on?
1: Yeah, it kind of like has has that background and um yeah, so I was just again never ever written an article and there's actually a couple that I will be in the next issue. So
0: that's cool but, as hell. Like I
1: said it's, yeah. And I, I, think it, you know, I, it'd be the same as like, I always get excited when a firefighter says I've never written before, but I have an idea. It's like, it, you know, what's going to resonate with you, right? You know, it's something that's it's either a, something that keeps happening or it's a question or um, something that we're all going to kind of
0: take a piece of. Yeah. And um, something meant enough to him to pitch you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that'd be, that'd be cool yeah. as hell. And, uh, one of the other things that I wanted to ask you, cause I, I, I didn't know what it meant, but you talked about paying people for that. And you also said about uh, a kill fee. Is that to, to cancel an article? What can you explain that to me? Cause I didn't know what that terminology meant.
1: Yeah, really it's um, it's something that I guess it's, it's there really the idea that you um, have agreed to write an article, and then you write it, but it's not the it's not what we were looking for, or it needs some work, like I mean a lot of work, or miss the target where it would just be um, we're not going to publish it, um, and then there would be like kind of a payout for for an article that you spent time on, but um, we didn't publish, and to be honest, that we haven't done that yet, so. <laughs> Um, it's, it's, I, I guess it's, just, it's really kind of creating guidelines for when someone asks about, you know, how does this work? It's just part of it. Um, it's, it's jargon that is in, it's just part of writing.
0: So you, you can help them formulate this, this article that somebody wants to write. So they'll pitch you with the idea yeah. and then you say, okay, we love it. Go ahead. and And now they write it and they'll yep. send it to you, and you have, like, an editor being like, hey, the sentence structure is bad here, or you might want to consider that. They Do they, like, kind of correct it for them and help them that yeah. way, or do you just? Yeah, yeah we, we
1: definitely have editorial staff that, that will help, um, you know, kind of bring it to life that way, but sometimes we have other ideas, or they were on it, they had a good idea, and they, we needed them to expand on it. So we, we definitely sometimes we send it back just so we we get their, their voice. Um but if it's punctuation and things like that 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 just happens. But um we fix all that. But yeah. So it just depends on where the article goes and then like I said, if if it needs more or they're on to something, we may send it back just to kind of expand more on an area. So
0: And do you go out and uh... Because a ton of you, the stuff that you have in here are by doctors. Do you find these yeah. actors or, or are these people submitting to you as well?
1: A uh, little bit of both. Um, definitely, uh, I like I said, I will source a lot. So I'll try to find somebody maybe on LinkedIn that um, maybe has a post they're talking about something that I find interesting. I might reach out to them, uh, and then we we, we definitely have uh, people. I, I think it's just really you could be talking about somebody and then they say, have you ever heard of so-and-so and And then they'll connect me. So there's a lot of that as well.
0: One of the other things I wanted to talk to you about in your magazine is that you have ads in there, but they're all ads of cool stuff. (laughs) They're not like (laughs) stuff that everything that you have ad wise in your magazine is almost another article in itself. And I, yeah. I was going through and it wasn't like, oh, man, this thing's in the way. Or it wasn't like one of those little postcards that you find inside a, a physical paper magazine that you're going gr- to take out and you're going to throw in the garbage. For, for example, you had uh, an ad for an app that shows you like you punch in an electric vehicle that you may be working on. And it, it tells you right there because, I mean, they're scary as shit about where yeah. not to cut. It, and it, I was like, oh, man, that's cool. So I start reading this whole thing. And I'm like, I just read this entire ad. And Amazing. so it, everything that you have in there is, is is a cool ad by, like, something that maybe you might use, maybe you won't, but it's interesting. It's still, like, something that you would talk about. And the other thing is, you, you know, we have a couple people in common. You, uh, I saw in there that you have uh, – uh, Rescue One CBD, which has been a sponsor for this podcast yes. for a couple years now. And John is an amazing guy and I can't thank him yes. enough for his support and, you know, supporting us, especially when we were much, much smaller. Now we're just not as small, but, he, yeah. you know, and his product is amazing and his product should be in a publication like yours.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think that is probably, you know, it's one of our, our greatest successes is, is kind of. Uh, mining out these companies that have found solutions and and kind of looking for a place to to um, share their like what they've done right. So, John's a great example. Um, he, the guy is he's, his integrity is intact. Um, he's very consistent and he really he gives a shit. You know, really he, he if uh, he he does what he says he's going to do. You know, and I think uh, being firefighters like nothing resonates more with us than just being real, you know?
0: Yeah. Without making it a commercial for him, uh, which I have no problem doing and I've done it many times. uh, (laughs) If you think about what John's ultimate goal is, I I can't imagine why anybody wouldn't want to support him. He is just out to give some relief and the benefits of CBD to firefighters and first responders who potentially could be uh, drug tested and give them some pain relief, some help with sleeping, just every other benefit of this product. And it's something that he's done specifically for this community. And I, I was talking to him right after the FDIC conference and there, there were some haters out there and I could not believe how ignorant some people were to John in regards to this product, and for us here, it, you take some departments that have been around forever, and I understand that the fire service and first responders in general are slow to change, but this is something that John has worked on to help people, and I know he he he, he caught some flack from some people who were. In my opinion, I think they were just ignorant of what his true goal was, and that it was just to help people. Mm-hmm. And, and that got lost on some people. I can do anything to shed any light on that. Uh, the benefits of this, especially in this community, everybody should be supporting him. There, I think we need more people like uh, John and his product out there.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think, you know, I would say it's just
0: the firefighter way where we – figure we think
1: about something and then we try to figure out how to we find out it doesn't exist and then we try to make it ourselves like that we're problem solvers and that's that's what we do and, and whether you agree with with the product or not is it's still a it's still a firefighter trying to figure it out and at the end of the day you know that's just just like we don't know any better you know we just we have questions we the same as the magazine it's just why I started a magazine is, is beyond me, <laughs> but I'm compelled to do that.
0: What did the guys at your firehouse think about you doing a magazine? Did you run it past these guys? Did you go to your shift and be like, Hey guys, I'm thinking about starting a magazine. Were they really like that? That's no, cool.
1: I, no, I didn't do that. Uh, um, it's
0: probably for the best. You know, right? of those
1: things. I just kind of worked on it and just kind of, you know, days rolled into weeks and weeks rolled into months. It was just, I had to make sure I had something that it was viable before I opened my mouth too much. But um, it's definitely, it's, it's fun now. Like I'll, I'll take different, uh, different firefighters from work to help us with trade shows. And like, there's different experiences that they're getting um, to come out, you know, which is kind of cool. So we all go back and, and then there's, you know, it's it's kind of exciting around our, our firehouse for a while or, People are talking about different people they met or or whatever. So I do, I do think we all kind of win on that front. Um, It's like, I have an endless supply of people to come and help me really.
0: Have you ever been talked to by management or your bosses about your magazine?
1: Uh, Yeah. Like we are stationed uh, like our fire department subscribes to crackle. So it comes in the mail um, and lands in our, our stations. Uh, they've been supportive. Um, and yeah, just kind of, again, I'm I'm kind of, no one really understands what I, what I'm actually doing as well. Like it's, I'm, it's, I try to, I try not to bring it to work. Um, again, I'm a captain there. So when I'm at work, I try to do my, my job. Um, I, I hope that one makes me better at the other, but I still try not to, you know, I I, I have to do my job. So, I try to be committed when I'm at work and then when I go home, I work like hell.
0: This episode of Chicago's Bravest Stories is brought to you by Sports & Ortho. If you're a city employee and you get hurt, you have the option to request Sports & Ortho when you're being assigned some physical therapy, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We can always choose us. We're on the city plan, so if you want to come to us, we are happy to see you.
0: Yeah, you're, you're not locked into whoever they send you to. You can always make a request to go to a better facility if you'd like, and Sports and & Ortho is a good alternative. We think so. How, how did you come up with the name? And, and for those of you who have never heard of the magazine, it's spelled C-R-A-C-K-Y-L. How'd you come up with that?
1: Uh, well, I, 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 just, I try to think of things that were kind of resonate with, with firefighters, something that we all kind of understood. And I it just kind of hit me where I'm, you know, when you're in a house fire and you hear the crackling fire, you can't see I it. it. I knew
0: it. I knew that's what it
1: was. Yeah, and you just <laughs> you feel it, right? You, and you just, uh, it, it, to me, it was just kind of, it's just something that, not a lot of people would actually experience the way that we do. And so that just kind of, you know, I, I thought about that. And then I just wanted something that was a little different than, you know, say Firefighter Lifestyle and Health Magazine. I wanted something that was, um, when it, if it was sitting on your coffee table, it was, I don't know, just maybe uh, something a little different than than all those words. So, And then the why, I was looking, I, every time I explained crack, I would say we we're, we're trying to create an immune system for firefighters. <laughs> and I got looking at symbols and, and I turned out, you know, the symbol for immune, uh, immunity and, and it's kind of like a Y shape. So I ended up putting, uh, putting the Y right in the name. So that way it, it's kind of right in the back. See,
0: I bet you a lot of people don't know that.
1: Yeah, that's a little tidbit. And then the, uh, the underscore under the C, it, it's uh, a gold color, but it's, I look at a traffic light where we want to keep firefighters in the, in the amber or the green.
0: And then not in a red line. Oh, that's
1: so cool that, as hell. That's tied right in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the name.
0: So give everybody the different types of subscriptions that you can have. Because we already discussed that you can sign up. All it took was I think just my my email and I set up a setup of password and boom, I had the free version. Yeah. But you can also get the actual paper copy, correct? And you can have yeah. that uh, sent to you, and you could get a subscription to that. And there's also the online content that gives you access to everything. So kind of go through that for us, too, for people who are listening.
1: Yeah, so so the website already has tons of articles um, and all our pillars. Um, so you'd be you'd be a while going through all of those. And then if you wanted the, again, like the magazine, um, you would sign up, put your email in, and then that that allows you to create an account. Um, everything's free, and then um, you can see our entire crackle library, all our past issues. Um, so they're all there. And then, if you wanted to print copy, you can you can have that option to buy a single copy. Uh, and then we also have fire department subscriptions, so you can sign up for your department. You can have several stations. You can send the magazine to each of your stations if you want, or you can have say ten copies or you know sixty copies sent to one one location, and then use internal mail for that. So um, I'm happy to say that uh, New York Fire Department is actually, uh, they're syndicating our magazine through their foundation. So it's it's going through their internal mail system. Oh,
0: that's cool. Which is the
1: first magazine external that has ever done that. That's cool as hell. Yeah. So it's, I mean, these are, that's kind of what, uh, that's our, you know, ideal. Um, And then we just added their EMS stations as well. So the idea is: is a, a fire chief, or a health and wellness committee, or an association can sign up for Crackle. We have a forty percent discount for fire departments. So, for pretty much, I think it's twenty dollars uh, for a year subscription for like a single subscription. Um, you would, you could, you know, sign up your department. So that's ultimately what we want. We want Crackle to be in in the firehouse, and then. Uh, I can say right now we can do a, a Crackle code, so Crackle30, uh, you would get a 30% discount on our individual uh, subscription.
0: Is that listed there somewhere, or is this like a exclusive?
1: Um, it, we have different deals and things all the time, but uh, I know that that uh, is active right now, so the Crackle30. So you and just enter, is there a
0: spot for, is that the promo code that you would enter? Does that pop up somewhere when you
1: yeah, go to yeah. get it? Yeah, right in the
0: checkout page. Yeah, okay. right in the checkout page. You can put that code in and then it will. Crackle 30. Yep. Okay. That That's that's cool as hell because at 30%, I mean, it's, it's cheap to begin with. And if you're given 30%, this thing is practically nothing. And I,
1: well, honestly, I'm trying to make it as cheap as possible. I literally, it pays for the print and delivery of that. magazine. Like it, there's not much meat on the bone and <laughs> I'm okay with that. It's uh, it's really, it's really about, you know, getting this magazine, getting these articles out there, you know, more content is more. So we have a space that we have no, we, there isn't any content really. and, uh, compared to police and military, you know they have they have all kinds of articles. They've been doing this for years, and the fire service is just so far behind. And so, anything I can do to get this content out there and into the world is is kind of the way I'm. That's all I'm worrying about right now.
0: How many magazines get published a year? So we're four times a year, so quarterly. Okay, and and like I'm yeah. I'm I'm saying. The magazine itself is great. Your online content, there is so much. You will spend months going through everything that's in here. And everything in here is is so cool. And like I said, the, the tabs that you can go down, health, lifestyle, fitness, nutrition, finance, relationship, stress, under health. Do firefighters need to cut back on caffeine? Who hasn't wanted to know about that? That's something that hits home to every single person because what do you do the second you walk in the firehouse? Where's everybody meet sure. in the kitchen? You know, and what are they what are they having? Everything starts with a cup of coffee. Just just stuff like that. Everything there's so much in here. You have meal planning, you have recipes, like everything. Have you had stories kind of like the ones that we tell here on our podcast? Do you have have you started to solicit like specific stories of a certain event that may have happened that you thought might be uh, super interesting th- for other people and maybe it should be something that should be heard by the community
1: yeah I am um, we, we basically like I we did have a series uh, a that were uh, basically like things that happened to firefighters off duty and the idea was uh, and we're still looking for articles of, of firefighters that have a cool story um, one was in our, in our first issue, it was uh, a firefighter on just out with his family, out with his son and his, his wife, fishing. Uh, you know, the waves were kind of choppy, I guess, and unsettled. And his fishing rod ended up kind of slipping and was going, you know, into the water. And he just reacted and dove in and went to grab his fishing rod. And then when he surfaced, um, the boat was gone. So here he is. You know, in the middle of the lake, and he can't even see the boat, and his wife didn't know how to drive it, <laughs> and his son, you know, had to get all the reels. So it took so long to get all these reels that were out. So his son knew enough to get the reels in, and anyway, so he ended up getting rescued by, you know, by the boat. But the idea is when he when he said when he grabbed the stairs to get back on the boat, he just sat there for a minute and just. Like what the hell was I doing, right? And so well, it's just it's just one of those things. Like, so if you can imagine being off duty and then coming sitting at the kitchen table, and then, you know, how was your week off or whatever? And and then you get that story. So it's just um anyway, I was on the edge of my seat and I thought, holy shit, like I gotta this has to be an article.
0: <laughs> well, I I got a I got an article I got a couple articles for you that we could submit, uh one of which being okay. if they're off duty personnel we had a guy on this podcast from the Cicero fire department and his name is Brian Kulaga people who listen to this podcast have heard this guy's name a million times because he's a good friend of the podcast now well it was right around Christmas and he was driving past this building and he saw it on fire and he goes into the uh it was one of those buildings that has a bar on the bottom floor and apartments up top so he goes into yeah. he's and he goes into the bar and he's like, hey, you guys know that the, the, there's fire upstairs and they kind of like blow him off. So he he goes up there and it's smoke down to the floor and he actually goes in there and winds up rescuing rescu- rescuing these two old gentlemen while he's okay. off duty. And it was one of one of our like super cool podcasts that we um, got to do and we became really good friends with with uh brian and it was those actions were all off duty so it's 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 different when you have gear and you have guys behind you and you have tools but it's another thing when all you got is a jacket that your wife just gave you (laughs) that that you wound up taking off so you don't get it dirty because you don't want to you know catch hell when you uh, when the wife finds the new coat that she just got you all full of soot and burnt and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. that was, that, that's an off-duty one. And we have a bunch of uh, stories that came out of this podcast of uh, guys who have done stuff off-duty. So that was, that's, that's the first one. Yeah, that comes great. To mind.
1: Yeah. I think, I think we all have those, those um, scenarios play in our, in our minds, you know, but it's even just, you could be you know, camping and, and have a bear chase you or, um, you know, you get stuck or you get lost or, you know, just anything of, the, as, of adversity, something that, again, you come back to that kitchen table and you are like, Holy shit, you got to hear this story. You know, this is what happened, you know? So those are kind of our, I guess our filter for whether it, how it resonates with, um, with the firefighters. So, but so I, I think, uh, you know, just trying to do different playful, playful things. Um, I hear it kind of explained it was actually explained to me this way, but it's almost like we're feeding you dessert but we're putting vegetables in, in between the bites and it's <laughs> that's really kind of
0: <laughs> Are you trying to are you trying to trick us, Corey? Are you putting vegetables in our mac and cheese? Is that what you're doing?
1: <laughs> yes. We're uh it had to be, you know, shiny enough, flashy enough for you to actually pick it up. And then, you know, the idea is I have articles in there that that are, you know, interesting, but then we'll Next thing you know you you know you're learning something and I think that's that's kind of the uh, the magic of, of what we're doing
0: moving off topic here for a second uh do you do much hunting up there in Canada are you a hunter or a big fisherman
1: um I'm actually neither um, but I definitely have we have tons of uh, both of those characters in our in our stations and our firehouses um I'm one of those I'm in a band so I, I play music so I that's my that's my getaway.
0: What kind? Tell me, you're a heavy metal uh, guy.
1: Just a right like cover band. So we're, okay. from, you know, classic rock to top um, nice. you know, forty or whatever, whatever's going on. But I've always been into music, so that's, that's always been my my outlet. I always say it's, You know, every, every firefighter needs a good distraction. And for me, uh, I didn't. I stopped playing music for about twelve years, and and I'm kind of back in, and um, and I, I needed it. I needed
0: it as an outlet. Corey, you seem like a guitar guy. Are you a lead guitar guy? Uh, I was,
1: I'm a drummer and a guitar, and uh, I sing. I front the uh, band as well.
0: Nice. My son plays the drums. He's got all the talent yeah. and the looks and the youth. He's got everything. Yeah, you can't beat it. And the yeah. hair. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how old? How old is he? He uh, he's fourteen. He's he just started high school, so.
1: Well, my daughter actually plays guitar, and uh, she's trying to start a little band. So it's, um, it's, it's just great seeing them kind of the next generation of, of musicians.
0: Oh, it's so cool. He has been playing the block parties around the neighborhood. and he, go, he So he's the drummer, and he has three girls that he went to grade school with all in the band, and they were just the coolest girls ever. And I just love seeing their little band play all the time. I haven't missed a show That's yet. That's great. I'm sure you have a pickup truck. <laughs> no, they. thank God, because uh, my car's filled with so much other garbage that, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm telling you, I got so much stuff in the back. I, I, everything should just be thrown in the garbage at this point because I'm tired of <laughs> carrying it around. But uh, thank God for uh, minivans from all the other uh, – uh, moms yeah. and fathers for the other band members because if it weren't for them, none of the, they would never make any gig. Yeah, that's great. Uh, what can we look forward to? Uh, so what I just read was that, uh, is that the spring issue that I just read? Um, uh, so we're looking forward to uh, the fall one coming summer. up, right? Yeah,
1: we're working on, so summer has has been out and we're working on fall. We have James Gearing is from uh, behind the shield podcast is going to be on it. Oh, okay. um, that word. It's a focus on uh, suicide prevention. Um, so that's kind of where, where this one's going. Um, I'm really excited about it. I think there's a lot of variety in this next issue. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about that. And then we have some, we have some other, uh, you know we'll say celebrity uh characters that we've that we're we'll working on for you know issues coming down the pipe so i'm really excited about that
0: yeah jason Patton was one of your was on the cover of your yeah. uh one of your uh he was spring yeah was at the spring one and he was on yeah. episode 17 for our podcast interesting guy he's another guy that when he came on our podcast he really put his money where his mouth is in his uh fight to help mental wellness with the the community um he came on and gave a phone number that goes right to his phone and he would set you up with uh some help if you needed it he comes off as the silly guy on his videos but then he we talked about some of the uh you know i knew he had something in his past and he was very forthcoming about it. And he straight up, you know, was told the story about when he was going through some hard times. And it was very interesting to hear from the guy that you only recognize as the funny guy on the internet. And then he really becomes exceptionally real. And then not only that, but then he offers support to people who find themselves in the same situation. So uh, if you're looking, if you want to hear that it's episode 17 on our podcast and you, it, he talks about it a little bit in, uh, your article, but he, you know, same mission, you know, he's out there, uh, trying to give some levity and trying to help people in the community. So I, I thought that was very cool that you guys had him on there too.
1: Yeah. He's, you know, like you said, down to earth and, uh, just a great guy. All he supports our, our magazine and, uh, you know, very, very friendly with, uh, with us. So. Um, I was excited to kind of to get him on the cover and, and share his story. Um, we've been, I will say that uh, uh, we have Dennis Leary will be on the cover of our spring issue coming for 2024.
2: How,
0: how, how far in advance do you guys do these? Uh, I, it just depends.
1: Um, it's, uh, we try to project enough that I have an idea um, I would say like I'm an estimator. So I, I have an idea what I want, but I not I don't need to kind of nail it down until, um, you know, I, 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 have to, like I, I, we have timelines and deadlines for a reason. So I, I let them expire and make sure that I'm kind of doing everything I can in that time. I've got.
0: You haven't, uh, you haven't Dennis on and talking about the Leary foundation and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So we, uh, we're working on a, on a partnership with them right now. And, uh, so I'm just, I'm just really excited with where, where everything's going. Um, I just these these, uh, you know, entities and different organizations. Like I would say, we, we all need to be flying in the same formation and anything less than that. If we're not all working together, we won't get there. We won't get where we need to be. And I just think I can't say it enough that, you know, the fire fire service is, is, is sophisticated as we are. We're very, um, siloed in our initiatives and our programs. And, you know, and it's important that we talk and it's important that, you know, we're given the time to talk and, and, you know, in different resources, whether, you know, whether it's a video, a magazine, uh, it could be, you know, something on social media, but, these different organizations are all doing amazing things. And, you know, I think when we have our head down and we're just going home and going to work, going home, going to work, we're missing, we're missing all this. um, We're missing the people that are fighting for us. And so I think we need to step back and just really, you know, you know, be part of it. And, you know, that would be my, my message is get involved.
0: Well, that's the ultimate irony, right? That we come from a, a community that that talks about teamwork from start to finish but then when we start branching out to accomplish a goal to help the community we kind of compartmentalize uh, the, the same message on a podcast should be the same message at a magazine as it should be in uh, some web forum you know i'm i'm with you a hundred percent that we need to start getting together together. We cast a wider net. And if you know, we have important messages that, that can be distributed, we should be working together. And you know, that was one of my intentions on reaching out to you and you were more than receptive. Uh, so I, I really appreciate the time and yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, Give out the information so that people can subscribe to this and um, uh, get – so they can start reading your articles and stuff like that. Give it out one more time.
1: So it's it's crackle.com, and the Crackle 30 at the checkout will get you a 30% discount. And we also have the the station so you can sign up for your your department. We We have that option as well for 40%.
0: Yeah, if you're one of those decision makers that can, uh, you know, if you're the guy buying the magazines for your firehouse, definitely put this on the list. Uh, get that um, that discount. And definitely get this flying around your firehouse. There there are uh, worse things that we're sending around the firehouses to read. This is definitely one that, that is super interesting, and there's always cool stuff in there. So, Corey, any last words? Uh, just.
1: You know, really, just uh, again, like, just have your head up and and uh, get involved with your department. Um, you know, just figure out where you fit in that way. Whether it's a peer support program, whether it's fitness program, whether it's you know, um, just trying to have have that uh, that community, right? That support. Look for your firefighters that, that need to talk, that type of thing. So you know, and try to, try to spill some of that water out of your own cup so you can actually have the bandwidth to look around you. I think that's ultimately where it all starts, right? Reduce your stress, reduce, you know, some of that, uh, what, you know, what you're going through, you know, try not, try to mitigate not going through a divorce, that type of thing where you have, you know, go home and enjoy your, your family and and you know kind of what you've created. And then, be able to help those around you.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the messages and one of the articles I was just reading in your magazine that if you can't help yourself, you're not able to help anybody else. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time. I look forward to really diving more into your content here. And uh, we'll have you on for your next publication, and we can talk about that. But if you don't mind, I'd love to have you on every so often and sure. see what you're up to.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, always available, and I really appreciate uh, your support and uh, your,
0: your listeners. Well, thank you so much. This has been uh, Chicago's Favorite Stories with Corey Kern from Crackle Magazine. Thank you.
2: The opinions and views are that of Chicago's bravest stories and their guests. They do not necessarily reflect the views of any municipal governments, fire protection districts, fire departments, EMS, or law enforcement organizations.